are watching T Radio V, Radio in TV. Welcome to the Poe Show, broadcasting live from T-Radio V in Hollywood, California. Okay, this is where we elevate the creative cult. This is where creatives can be seen, so thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching us. Keep watching us. I'm Poe. Okay, Saturday, April 30th from 6 to 9 p.m., Matthew Grabelski's solo show, Underground, at ThinkSpace Gallery, 6009 Washington Boulevard, Culver City, California. Featuring 10 new oil paintings from his Subway series, all painted within the last year. Oh, yay. Isn't that awesome? Oh, my gosh. Okay, on view from April, 20, uh, April 30th sorry, through May 21st. For more info, go to thinkspacegallery.com or grabelski.com. Also on Saturday, April 30th at 9 p.m., the Harless Sweetwater Band. Love them. At Biggs Fullerton, 323 North State College Boulevard, Fullerton, California. Harless Sweetwater is back in OC and is bringing his brother from another mother, Dennis L. Jones, in his band to play some deep blues, rock, and southern soul music. $10 at the door, and all ages are welcome. So check that out. I'll probably be at that one. April 30th, from, uh, April 30th through May 11th. BSMT Space presents In the Raw, a show by the Canada-based Clandestinos, their first UK show at BSMT Space, 5D Stoke Newington Road, London, if you happen to be in London. Bruno Smokey and Shellac Attack, two awesome artists full of heart and soul, delivering Latin flavor and color like you've never seen before. RSVP at info at bsmt.co.uk and tickets available at bsmt.co.uk. Okay, so today we're going solo in more ways than one. With classically trained pianist, smoking guitarist from ragtime to rock and roll, producer, engineer, owner, operator of the analog, digital, hybrid, boutique, recording, studio, organic, audio recorders, Jason Achilles Mazzellas. You're hired. Okay. When you said going solo, I thought Harrison Ford was going to show up. I got excited for a second. Well, he could. You never know when he'll walk <laughs> in the door. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I would uh, happily turn over the seat to him. Thanks, okay. for, thanks for having me. So, so what's up? We're, we're going to talk about a couple things. You have, you have an album, a solo album, instrumental, and you have a show tomorrow. So let's talk about that first. Yeah, so, the, um, yeah, so I have a, a solo instrument. Briefly. Very briefly, I have a solo <laughs> instrumental record coming out uh, that I started working on about a year and a half ago, and finally, 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 it's done. And it's uh, about time. It's about damn time, yeah. And uh, I'm playing tomorrow at the Baked Potato in Los Angeles here in Studio City, which is um, a really, uh, it's a really cool venue for uh, really top, top level players. And I'm very. They all know that already because I talked happy about it last week. That they're letting me in <laughs> to play. Well, you don't know that they're going to let you in yet. It's, it's supposedly. I'll, yeah, I'm going to drive by the club late, late tonight and make sure the name is actually up there. <laughs> it's still up there. Um, but yeah, it. and I got all new, all new players and all new band. We had done a few shows previously. Um, the drummer that I recorded and played with before is off on tour all across the universe right now, Brett Roca. And uh, across so the universe. across the universe. Yeah, he's touring with a Christian rock band, and they're basically oh, cool. doing stadiums everywhere. I think I need to get into a new line of work. Uh, uh. Okay, line <laughs> of work. Let's talk about, um, well, there's the, the musician part of you, but there's also the uh, organic audio. So what's that all about? Yes. What's the, the analog deal all about? The studio, yeah. Are you I, stuck, uh, in, stuck in the Stone Ages? I'm, I've been accused of being a Luddite. Um, 
Yeah, I still record on tape as much as possible. Um, I did begrudgingly learn Pro Tools digital recording uh, a few years ago just Back Pro Tools. to actually make enough money to pay the rent for the studio. But um, yeah, I, uh, I've, yeah, I've been in recording since I started my first band when I was in college. And back then it was a little 8-track because, you know, back then you actually, normal people did record on tape. And, um, and then it just graduated. Now I have a 16-track, this big one-inch recording machine, uh, big console. And um, Let's go to that video so that we can just go from there and save some time and check this there, out. This is what go. it's all about. How's it going, everybody? This is Jason Mazillis. Um, I thought it would be fun to show you guys around my studio. Uh, where I did all the work for this record. This is my new mixing board. Uh, it's a Neotech Elite. I love this thing. It's smarter than me. It's an all-analog studio. I don't have a computer at all, so everything's done on tape. And uh, this is a Tascam MS-16. What we do is we record onto this, and then we end up mixing down onto this machine, which is a two-track. Atari. Basically the way it works is we record on the big guy, mix down to the little guy, and then it gets uh, sent off to the mastering place. They fix all the little nasty bits that I didn't get quite right. This is my old tape machine. This is my old A-Track. Did a lot of really shitty sounding recordings with this machine. Um, but I actually ended up doing the, uh, the last track on the record uh, was recorded on this. You young kids aren't going to know about analog recording, but it's fun. Over here we have the, the tape library. Uh, nowadays most people have all this on a hard drive about this big. Uh, but this is, my, this is my hard drive. This is all the tapes and all the sessions that I've been doing over the last couple of years. This new record is right here. As long as this place doesn't burn down, should have a good record of everything for years to come. show you real quick this is um, very special to me this is my guitar that I've had since I was 16 years old my parents bought this for me uh, a week after my first Van Halen concert most of the songs on this record I, I recorded with this as you can see I've kind of butchered it a bit it looks like hell and it sounds fabulous this is uh, this is my bass I play guitar left-handed but I actually play bass right-handed and just kind of flip it over um, we don't know who made this thing but for some reason, it always sounds awesome. So, there you go. We're here. We got uh, this is a silver tone that I basically uh, lifted the strings up and turned it into a slide guitar. And I ended up doing uh, I use this for the uh, for that Bob Dylan tune. It's the last track on the record. So this is my drum set. Uh, record most of the drums on the record uh, with this kit. It's a 26-inch kick drum. Serious business. Okay, of course that was not current. That was from 2009, so because... What are you talking about? What's you, possibly different <laughs> than in that video? <laughs> well, only the hair. Okay, there's but what... A, there's, but a, there's a lot of hair. <laughs> but also we talk about... Didn't you just cut it off and paste it other places, maybe? I, you know, well, the... You yeah, forgot I was inappropriate, didn't you? There's there's no room with the already hairy Greek back, so yeah. Ooh, okay. Which is funny because I have my hair cut by the other hairiest person I know, which is Noah Eng. He's my, in addition to my bandmate, he's also my barber. Really? Yeah. Noah, Noah cuts hair too. Is there anything <laughs> just, that man does not do? Just just mine. Just yours? Yep. I've I've got I've got the market cornered. Um, yeah. The day I cut my hair off, I actually I called him over. I didn't tell him I was going to do it, and I. Uh, so we call him Delilah now. I. I've called him worse. Um, no, he, he uh, yeah, I called him over, and I, he's halfway up my stairs, and I'm standing at the top with, like, all the ponytail in my hand and scissors in the other hand. And, Seriously? you know, it looked, I don't even know what it looked like, you know, and he's, he basically looks up in horror, and he's like, all right, stop, don't do anything, which is what I was counting on for basically cause a disaster and then allow him to save it. So that was five years ago, and he's been cutting my hair ever since. 
So your your creative <laughs> energy is is in in your ears. It's not in your your visual sense. I think my creative energy is in causing panic in others, <laughs> making <laughs> others react. Okay, so back to that. Just so everybody knows, that's 2009. And what was that album? Do we remember solo record? Yeah, I guess that was actually technically my first solo release. Um, although I'd have to re. I don't think it's available right now. I think I have to re-release it, which maybe oh, I should really? do. Um, I don't even know if I have a copy of it. But yeah, it was called Between the Lines, and it was a bunch of cover tunes. It was an EP, and it was just songs that I recorded with friends of mine. And um, was that produced by Organic Audio? Yeah, we did everything in the studio. We did that all on tape. That was before I had any digital recording at all. So the studio basically looks like that now, except there's a computer in the corner that and I... And it's a lot dirtier. ...that I hide. Well, I, I there's beer bottles now. I keep it clean. Okay. Clean I up the... you got to make room. There's no, there's, no, there's no little crawly things in my studio. It's, it's a nice spot. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was all cover tunes. Um, most of the drums on that record was, in fact, all of them I think was my buddy Ryan Brown, who uh, used to play in the band Owl before I did, and now he plays with uh, Dweezil Zappa. He he tours for Zappa plays Zappa, an f- amazing drummer. I mean, you don't get any better than that. And a very very good friend of mine. And I would just call him up when I had like a week where I wasn't doing something else, be like, hey, let's do this crazy Elvis tune or PJ Harvey tune or whatever. And, and so eventually they all ended up on a record together. Well, and that's truly organic. That's how the magic happens, honestly. That and a little whiskey, yeah. And a lot that's of whiskey is where the magic happens. <laughs> that's <laughs> something, yeah. Something happens. So <laughs> something well, some, happens anyway. Some, something's happening right now. Something's happening right now. Okay, so um, let's, you had an offer. Tell us your offer, and then we'll go on break. Oh, yeah, the giveaway. Yeah, so I just figured this out about 20 minutes before I get down here. Um, so I have this T-shirt, which I'm wearing today. I don't know if you can see it. But uh, this actually means... It says, see you next Tuesday. I, I made, I, I made oh, you can totally see it. Yeah, see, that's what it looks yeah. like. I made this T-shirt uh, at, at like a little shop. You are creative. Well, yeah, not. I didn't screen <laughs> it myself. It wasn't that bad. But I had it made. Um, and, uh, Tuesday's supposed to be capitalized. This, this actually... You know sorry. what? I'm an editor. Do you want to? Do you want to go make the T-shirt? <laughs> it's already made. So no. if anybody knows what this means, the first person is. I do! I do! Yeah, I do! Obviously, you do because you're horrible like that. Because um, I'm a creepy little. I brought stalker. a little. I brought like a, a, a gift basket of CDs of stuff that I've done. Um, there's a CD from myself and Noah, like the ragtime Which stuff. Which is awesome. It's in my CD there's player right now here, in my car. Black Bell Karate and the first Owl record. I don't know if anybody can see this. Um, so I'll ship this or drive it to you if you live in Los Angeles, or you can get it from me at the show tomorrow night if you come to the show. But whoever like texts or Facebooks or messages and what that shirt means, but you have to know that yeah, it's something very specific and uh, and excuse the tea. And it's not safe for work, I guess. But neither is any of the show, so that should be fine. What your show's not safe for work? My sh- my show is very safe for work. What's I play not safe lots for of work? Ch- children's parties. Children's parties. Are there balloons and clowns? Bar mitzvahs. There's lots of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, that's a good cue for a break. Let's go on break. We'll be right back. Cue the clowns. Previously on Vantage Point. And I, I liked that very cheap aspect. And uh, today, what I do is still roughly the same because I, I start from a photo, I simplify it, and I reproduce the photo without trying to add too much of myself in it. You know, when I was uh, a teenager, the walls and the ceiling of my room were all covered with posters and uh, images I took from the magazines. And today, what I do is quite the same, except that the walls are the walls of the cities I, I visit. To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointradio.com.
Welcome back. Okay, Mr. Mazillis, tell us about a little bit about your history. So how long have you been playing? What makes you so great? Oh. What's so special about you? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be my new publicist. Um, <laughs> I started uh, playing piano when I was about... Eight years old? So yeah, seven, eight years old. I wasn't actually sure, but that's what I tell people. Um, yeah, I studied classical piano for 11 years, and then, um, and then I went to uh, UC Berkeley and got a music degree there. So that's a hippie school. So I'm, I'm a credentialed music snob. I can actually... Uh, a credentialed hippie school. You know what? It was not at all a hippie school in the slightest. It's, really? It was, uh, yeah, because they have a really... Um, they actually have a really well-known business school there, so they get like super ultra conservatives that go to the school. I was just kidding. But not just, no, but I like. I just came from Humboldt. Not just, <laughs> well, yeah, no, your kind is evil there. But, and it's not just like super ultra conservatives, it's really angry ones because they're specifically going to a place where they think they're going to be surrounded by a bunch of liberal whack jobs. So they, they walk in with a chip on their shoulder and it was, it was fun. To poke at people and you made sticks. it, and you made it through. It, yeah, you like doing that, right? I, I made it uh, through. What? <laughs> <laughs> what was your question? Okay, now I'm gonna blush. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I made it through. They gave me a degree and everything. Uh, <laughs> everything. Yeah, they gave me this paper and everything. See, actually, and I did it. Well, I'll tell you though, I almost didn't. Um, I don't know. I probably this is probably more should be more than I should be telling people. That's but what the show's about. <laughs> I uh, I initially was supposed to go to UC San Diego, and then I got kicked out. Ooh, good, because San Diego. Because well, my final my final grades in my last year of high school are so bad, they rescinded my application. Because of the Van Halen concert. Because <laughs> yeah, because I yeah I went to a Van Halen concert. I got a guitar when I was sixteen, and then my grades took a nosedive, and uh, I did so badly that yeah they kicked me out of college. And then so two years later, I went to Berkeley and transferred. But you know the weird thing about that, the reason probably being is that you were more interested in this creative endeavor than you were in. You know, the all, other all I know is my, my best my best friend was a year below me and he went to a like a one of those big speeches they give, you know, on scholastic values and stuff at school. And I was used as an example of what not to do <laughs> to the entire <laughs> class Ooh. of the next year. Is that what your certificate is about? It's no, it's it, it says <laughs> Did you uh, get a certificate for that, too. Something about don't make this mistake. I, I don't know. Yeah. Has anybody has anybody made it yet? The next Tuesday thing? I don't know. People, a lot of people have been texting me, but no, nothing useful. It's I'll, oh. Did you get the answer tacos? Because that yep, would be a winner. Yep, we got a winner. Yeah, Mike Hoagie. Well, God, I don't know if this is fair. He's my mastering engineer. <laughs> okay, you should have made it, made it more specific. Now you're gonna have to give out more. The friends and relatives. Yeah, I think friends and relatives don't count. Well, that like cuts out everybody that's gonna be there. <laughs> I need to, okay, I'm going to. fans, no fans, we'll, no. We'll consider another winner because I think he has all these recordings because he mastered half of this stuff anyway. Yeah, you don't um, want them. You don't want them. But he did, he did actually get it. He wrote in. So if anybody else figures it out, we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll have a talk with, with Mike. I would say tacos. Um, ta Am I a winner? No, you, you get nothing. You lose. You lose big time. Okay. Okay, let's talk just a minute about your your Come Down um, album because we're going to show a little preview video of that. So give us a little preview of verbal preview. I can tell you where the title of it came from because it's yeah. actually contextually re relevant to this weekend. Relevant is good. So uh, a year Be ago. relevant. <laughs> yeah, relevant is good. A, a year ago, so you know they have the big Coachella Festival every year, and right now it's going on. Yeah, I'm on. a little familiar with it. And uh, you may you may have heard of it. Yes. Um, they around the internet they would uh, stream joke flyers for the for the festival with a bunch of made up band names, and one of the band names that was on the joke flyer was called the Come Down, and I just thought that was kind of cute. So, and yes, I just used the word cute on your show. I apologize. Um, but anyway, that's where I got the title Say from, and it actually cute. sounded Say cool because cute. And then it it's a little weird because <laughs> I've I've never actually done any drugs. Ever so, I don't know what a come down actually feels like, but I know that the last song on the record have, feels that I way. I don't think you have to have a drug to have a come down, <sighs> or a calm, or anything you like could, that. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna live listen in Los to Angeles we're, we're for 15 years. <laughs> that'll do it. Okay, come down preview. Check this out. This is these are songs from the yes. album.
You didn't said, no, him. man, I, I want to go this one solo. Just like Han Solo, right there. And we'd also like to thank uh, George Lucas for sponsoring this session. Um, they're giving us, uh, what, I think $3 million? Six. Oh, six. Right, it was $3 million. $3 million each. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, I think the videographer gets, like, what, 25 bucks? A little bit. 30? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where's your whiskey? I love Mr. Him. John Mahoney will like that little comment because the our our wonderful Lucas Lucas Films guy, 3D animator and brilliant artist. Hi, John. Okay. Um, Does John have my three million dollars? Because I never got that. He might have got it from him instead of you. Bastard. Went to the wrong address. Screw you, John. But he makes those those guys. Oh, like he does. Do you make the guys? <laughs> I, I, I made the guys disappear in a sandbox. I don't know if that counts. Mm. How'd they get in the sandbox? That's like, that sounds like a mob thing. That doesn't sound like a childhood like story. Yeah. No. Never well, mind. One Scratch of those that. creepy. Actually, fairy tales are really wicked and creepy. Could have been one of those. Fairy tales are screwed up. They're so right. <laughs> okay, we agree. We agree on this. Super screwed up. I. Uh, and nursery rhymes? Wrong. So wrong. When I was a kid, my, my parents, my dad, we'd be driving through Greece and we drive past the gypsies. Did on the you side slip? Of the road Did you slide off the road? <laughs> no, we didn't. Not I that am time. Just kidding. Okay. You didn't get my joke. I got it. Okay. It's I'm trying to steer it back in a direction of <laughs> highbrow entertainment. <laughs> He's trying to put it back on the road. Yeah, I was a little roused yet. Yeah, it's trying to steer it back. <laughs> but no, they, they threatened to give us away to the gypsies. And that was like a fairy tale, except it wasn't. It was real because you could see them. And they actually would steal my cousins almost my cousin's little brother almost got stolen by gypsies. Gypsies are this super. This shit is real. Gypsies are super fun, though. G no, gypsies are <laughs> terrifying. I'm more afraid of gypsies than I am of like the boogeyman. Well, new age well. gypsies are better. By the way, I was informed by one of my uh, friends during the break that alcohol technically is a drug. It so is I a guess drug. I yeah. It's the worst drug. Actually. I told her it was communal, so it doesn't count. A communal drug? But then again, she'd say religion is a drug, too, so there you go. Oh, gosh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Okay, solo instrumental record entitled Come Down. Okay, and this is on vinyl. It will be, And yeah. this is uh, recorded and mixed entirely analog. Yes. Um, mastered, uh, yeah, it was. Um, I spent uh, about six months recording this record, and... Um, yeah, basically it was awesome. I, I hadn't recorded... I'd been doing a lot more digital recording in the last Shame few on years. It's what, it's what the kids wanted, you know? People are afraid to record analog. They, they, think, they think it's like <laughs> you're in a bubbling cauldron with chicken bones in it or something. And, uh, no, but that's the beauty of it. And what's, I was actually... <laughs> I was just in Humboldt talking to my father, and he's one of the most brilliant musicians on the planet because I know a lot of my family's watching now. And uh, we were talking about all of this and analog and all of this. And, and, yeah, we agree. It's like you can't get the sounds that you can get with analog in today's world. So you're actually ahead of the game because this is what's now and what's coming up. Our people are seeking what you've been doing for how long? How um, long have you been doing it's this? It's me, the forward-thinking Luddite. Yeah. Uh, I've been, <laughs> I mean, God, I've been doing it for 20 years. But okay, I'm also go. the guy who didn't cut my hair until, you know, an entire decade was over with. So I'm the wrong person to ask. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, so the only, um, so who else is on this album? Is just Brett Roca, your drummer. Yeah, um, so Brett is the drummer. He was actually a student of Ryan Brown, who I mentioned earlier. And um, Brett did the whole record with me. We, we basically created the tunes together in the studio, like rough, the rough version of the tunes, like just jamming together. And I based a lot of the stuff off of his drum grooves, and then I would take them, orchestrate those ideas, you know, set them out, bring them back to him, and then we would arrange it. And the poor guy had to record everything with no, basically, he didn't even, I didn't even give him a click track. He had to literally play the songs by himself. I don't even think he had to wear headphones. There was no reason to, because he had no reference track. And I was, and I was sort of like orchestrating. I don't know, there's one of those videos where you could see me standing next to him, and that's basically how he did the whole record with me, like conducting him. And he had to just trust that it was going to, he said, it, yeah, it was, you, it was interesting. But you know what? That's, that's where the magic comes from. Like a lot, of, I was not professionally trained as an artist. I never, I've never gone to art school. And um, a lot of my friends that are artists that went to art school, they envy me because they've lo they, they lost or they never had that instinctual thing. 
So well, Brett is. So it's kind of what I'm talking about is that raw kind of thing that comes first without any reference is usually well, that's there was, magic. There has there was a lot of reference for me. I mean, if we didn't know what we were doing, it would have been a mess. But these songs are very they are very very structured, but. His performance is very raw within the structure, if that makes sense. So no, it's, that's perfect. It's really that's beautiful. It's really fucking cool, actually. No, right, that's right. that's what I'm talking about. I mean, he and you it. mix you mix the two. It's not that you don't know what you're doing. That's not what I'm saying. Or don't have like <laughs> well, like a formula. I'm, I was not what, saying that's that. That's what I was trying to say. No, no, no. I wasn't saying that. I'm saying that a lot of the magic happens in being more relaxed and trying to make things perfect because. Perfection lies in imperfection. I've, I've never been accused as a producer of making things too perfect ever. Well, analog's always going to be more perfect than anything else. Okay, we're going to take a break. Yeah. See you soon. Don't go away. And think about what Tuesday means. discussing connecting with our world and each other, expanding human consciousness and creating a vision of human unity. The show that you did with the guns, that's, that's epic. You're getting, you're getting not only the community involved, because this affects us all. Gun violence affects everybody. How important it is that art can be very powerful and it could say a lot about humanity, about all of us. Uniting cultures, uniting people together. There's lots of symbolism in there. That's all related. It's a, like it's a oneness issue here we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. The intent behind what I want to do with the model I want to have is a good, like a good portion of each piece sold is going to multiple different causes. The complexity and beauty and intricacy of humanity does not exist without the biodiversity that kind of brought us to this point. How am I gonna paint it? How am I gonna make it structural visually? But technically, you know, when you when you look at the great museums of the world, if you walk to the museum and a painting pulls you, it pulls you, there's a reason for that. You're blending urban and nature, as you said, but you're also merging people and everything. The non-dual nature of everything because atoms and molecules are constantly cycling through my breath and um, through my body uh, into every other living organism on the planet. Welcome back to the Hollywood Po Show. Okay, on Thursday, April 28th, which is my sister's birthday, happy birthday, 8 to 11 p.m., the original Drink and Draw with the Gallery Girls, yay, at Casey's Irish Pub, 613 South Grand Avenue, Los Angeles, with the theme Ash and Evil Dead. Great models, I can attest to that, and drinks, um, with 5, 10, and 25-minute poses, come mingle with the artists and draw. $15 donations, free for spectators. Tips appreciated, though. 21 and over, ID required. For more info, Google. This was the easiest way to get there. Casey's Irish Pub, Los Angeles. Google that. Or go to gallerygirls.com. If you're a drawer, if you just want to draw, drawer, <laughs> or an artist of any sort, Trust. go go to those because those are, gosh, they're, they're amazing. Now, it's it's funny when you're pushed to, to draw in five minutes because I'm not that kind of, I'm like a portrait you know, artists. So to do a five minute, 10 minute, 25 minute, it's stressful, but it's good practice. Okay, from May 4th through the 7th, Poetry Under the Mojave stars Mr. John Gardner, if you're listening. Hosted by the San Gabriel Valley Literary Festival, join in for as little or as long as you like. As Mickelson, Mickelson, Michelson? Knapp leads a three day seminar in the Mojave National Preserve, providing a unique perspective into writing from the natural world and specialized instruction for creating work and revision. <laughs> Free for teens and adults, 
Participants must provide their own camping equipment, food, and materials. The weekend poetry adventure ends on Saturday afternoon, but take part in a star party on Saturday evening hosted by local scientists and astronomers. It's going to be amazing, so check that out. I want to go to that. Okay, so Mr. Mazillus. Miss Poe. Um, we are, uh, let's continue on with. Um, let's keep maybe, on, keep on. Maybe a little bit of your, um, what else do you do? There's another band that you play with. There is another band that I play okay, with. Okay, well, let's talk about that for just a minute. That band is Owl. Yeah. Uh, Who? God <laughs> damn it. I'm sorry. Yeah, we have a lot of fans with a lot of strange sense of humor. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of owl pictures, actually, on my phone and Facebooks and I painted a girl flying on an owl. There's people like owls. There's uh, owl bars in J Japan. Um, people, people are owls are wise. How many licks does it take to get to the center of God, the yeah, I forgot. Somebody, I know somebody who has that T-shirt too. Really? Oh yeah. my gosh, that's the best. I actually, somebody, I swear to God, what somebody. What year is that from? Somebody years ago gave me a shirt. I wish I could find it again. It said, "Owls are assholes." I have no idea to this day what they're that means. They're wise asses. Because they're so smart. It just, said, it just said owls are assholes. That's wrong. So, yeah, Owl is myself, uh, Chris Wise, uh, singer and Wise bass player. Wise Old Owl. Wise Old Owl, which is where the name uh, came from. And uh, Dan Dinsmore on the drums. And uh, Chris. Okay, where are they from? So, uh, those guys are from New York. And I am from here. Chris moved out to Los Angeles many years ago uh, for his music career, uh, which he's done very, very well for himself. Uh, obviously, and right now he's on tour with Ace Freely yeah. from Kiss, and um, then I met him out here. We became friends, and then one thing led to 400 more things, but eventually <laughs> he brought Dan. He and Dan used to play in a band when they were younger, and Dan is uh, just like amazing monster drummer. He's, he's, I, I get, Dan told me that I, 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 I get far better drummers to play with than I deserve, between him and Ryan and Brett and I then think you deserve <laughs> yeah I think he's probably right I mean I've, I've seriously I've had like the best rhythm sections ever to work with I don't know it, it, playing playing a song in Al with with Chris on bass and Dan on drums is kind of like when when Ringo would sing Octopus's Garden and he had John Lennon and Paul McCartney doing backup vocals like it's you can't mess like, up like who cares yeah, yeah like <laughs> yeah. well this is cool you know so yeah, those guys are amazing, and um, uh, Owl is, we're working on some new tracks. It's been kind of off and on, because everybody's been sort of doing their own thing. Chris is on tour. I've got this record. Dan's running a business up in uh, Albany. Okay, and you just... Um, but it's coming together, and... there were, But the last release, which is still available, which is available, things, yeah. you, things you can't see, that just came out last year. Yeah, that came out, um, what was it, like July or something? Yeah. yeah, something like that. We might actually put a, we shot another video for that record that we never released. Um, and it's actually, I think, the best song on the record, so. Oh, I saw that video. No, no. Oh, that's a new one. It's a new one. Yeah, it's the title track. It's called Things You Can't See. And oh, okay. uh, we shot a bunch of performance footage for it. So I hope that we'll release that video because it's really, the song is amazing. It's actually one of my favorite tracks we've ever done together. Um, and then, the, yeah, and then there's some new stuff that we'll see. It's It's just kind of half demo, half recorded right now, and we're sort of, people email things to each other. It's, you know, there's no hurry. There's no so hurry. We'll okay, but you have other things that you, you do like everything. I, <laughs> you have I a, cook. You, you have a couple, <laughs> of, you have a couple other bands from the past, and one of them. Um, I have a dirty past, yeah. I'm a really checkered, checkered. Checkered, checkered. Checkered is the word, because that doesn't sound as bad as dirty. I don't know who came up with checkered, but it's. Well, it's black and white, so it's not like. Oh. It's a racial thing. Dirty. <laughs> I don't know about racial. I see, I see how this is going. I don't know about that. I think, okay. we're, I think we're on the wrong show. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe we should be on the zoo. Mr. Uh, Williams. Okay, so Black Belt Karate is what I'm trying to get at. 2002, 2014? Black Belt Karate. Yes. Uh, yeah, something like that. Well, you still have like a huge fan base for with, with Black Belt Karate. We actually, They're waiting for you to do it again. I'll, do it I, some more. I probably will regret saying this, but we might actually have some new... Black Belt Karate music. If not a full record, maybe a couple songs. Um, Why would you regret that? Because then you have to get to work. Because now I have to do it, yeah. <laughs> okay, well. 
Okay, mark that on but your calendars that that's going to happen at some point I in the near future. I don't think the band will ever perform live again, barring some sort of miracle. But there might be. We had finished recording some songs, almost finished recording some songs when the band split up. And everybody in the band has expressed an interest in finishing those up. And there's some really cool tunes. So Well, like everybody else in uh, a band, we'll the bands kind of switch performers and musicians. So that doesn't mean it's not going to be around well, anymore. You know, it won't, ex- won't sound exactly the same. Black Belt was one of those bands where we sort of decided that we couldn't do it. If anybody left or swapped out, we wouldn't be able to do it. There were uh, some gigs where when Ryan got the, the Zappa gig, the Dweezil Zappa gig, uh, there were some shows he couldn't do, and that's when Brett, that's how we met Brett, he would come in and sub uh-huh. out for him. But it was always Ryan's band, you know. Um, okay, let's check out what we're talking about, Black Belt Karate. This is a video, and you know, like this was actually, what was that, 2015? This was just last year. Is this Transformer you're going to play? Yeah, was this, this, is was this last year? Last song, this 2014. 2014. This is the this last song we did, yeah. Last song they did. Enjoy. Check it out. <sighs> You're a transformer, baby. You're a transformer, baby. You're a transformer, baby. What? You're a transformer, baby. You're a transformer, baby. You're a transformer, baby. Right as she next goes, say some say 
Okay, we're on. Okay, explain. Explain what that was all about. Oh, the video Transformer? That was uh, directed by Tyler Jackson, who did all the Black Belt Karate videos. Let me see if you were right. Yeah, you were right. Pretty sure. I think I'm right about that. 2014, Organic Audio. Yeah, he's uh, Tyler's the man. Yeah. Um, you can check that stuff out, bbkofficial.com. Yeah, it's still up. I think it's still up. It is still up. <laughs> I, I made sure before I put it on there. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's, it's lived on. Um, and actually, speaking of websites, segue. Um, I'm launching my new website today, which oh, well, is... I hope it's good. I God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you hope so, too? It's, uh, what the hell is it? It's jamazillis.com. Jam. Yeah. Jam Ellis. And my, my keyboard player, Brian, who's working with me and is very internetual savvy, has told me... Internetual? Promote the living shit out of that today. You're that like Shakespeare. We're going to have... I'm like Shakespeare, except you, taller. You make up... You make Everybody <laughs> was shorter back then. Really? Yeah. Shakespeare was shorter than you? And he didn't have a website either. He probably does now. He might have had a website. You never know about that guy. jamazillis.com. Yeah. Jam Ellis. And I'm uh, doing a... See? My cool tech guys. Oh, my God. Look at you guys. Are you yeah. showing this to everybody right now? Everybody's... Okay. So see that click here for a free download track right there? Oh, this will be handy. All right. You can click that. If go to the website. I've never done this before. I, n I don't believe in giving shit away for free. But if you so click that. So pay for it, damn it. If you click that, you get you have to give me your email. And then I'm going to send it to um, cable television stations. No, I won't. <laughs> um, that's the first track off the new record, which is just me and Brett. We did everything on that. Um, and uh, click free download. Give me your email, which he's going to do right now. He's going to show us. Actually, and that'll be weird because then we'll all see his email. Do you want us to all see your email? Yeah, show the world, buddy. Uh, that's not really your email. You're so lying right now. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. Okay. That's true. Hit okay. I yeah, mean, you, you could have done a T Radio V1. That would be See, fine. this isn't hard. LA control. Whoa, that was creepy. It knew your zip code. And hit okay. All right, so everybody at home, do this. You'll get free music. I will have. You're, I will have you forever in my clutches, and um, yeah, and then the now they're all gonna do it, right or not? They, well, <laughs> it's, I think I've enticed about three percent and dissuaded about whatever a hundred <laughs> minus three is. <laughs> did you not do at least sixty-two percent? Did you not do well in math? I'm good at the algebras. See. His grades went down after age eight or sixteen. So they told math me I'd was never not need a strong point. Actually, math and music are connected, so you should know your math. They are connected in in a sim similar love hate where you love to hate them both. Yeah. Okay. Good All job, right. by the way, guys. I'm I'm actually impressed that you did that. Thank you. You're impressed with us. We're I'm impressed with them. Oh. You got good good staff here. Okay, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> We'll be back in two seconds, and then we're going to wrap this all up. See you soon. We're doing spoken word, spoken song, but we talked about photographers, we talked about yeah. painters, we talked about dancers, yeah. we talked about uh, Shakespeareans, regular actors, poets, writers. Art on any level, whether it's music, visual art, um, writing, you know, any kind of creative endeavor, that there's there's a value to it. We merged the worlds together, the art world and the music world. You know, they say everything is with the bright brain, the visionary, the imagination. So what we need to do is, as spirit beings who are, have limitless potential, is to tap into the left brain. When you improv, you're completely connected to the music. from the opposite direction. I started with the best of the best. <laughs> exactly. Right? I started with uh, Versace and Armani and Yves Saint Laurent. It's 
kind of becoming like the rock star thing to do is uh, instead of being in a band and going on tour, we just go on tour to paint walls. And it is a challenge for us how to be true to ourselves and at the same time be able to, to pay bills, be able to, to, to do it as a vocation. The industries change. We have we have gaming, we have animation industry. I started my career as, as an animator, a Disney character animator. A figure drawing instructor at uh, Noman School of Special Effects. Create a sculpture within a sculpture within a sculpture. You can create things that unfold, you can create things that work and walk around and things like that. So people's imagination is gonna, just going to be ignited. Yeah, I was a professional stage actor for eight years in New York. What was weird is that when I was spinning around, I literally felt, I started laughing uncontrollably, and I felt like I was going insane. Creativity and art in all shapes and forms is a way of communication with everybody. It, it, you know, it goes through language barriers and racial barriers and everything. Okay, so first of all, yes, Miss Poe, you need to tell us what that Tuesday means because we're we have. I'm to not telling that. anybody. Nope. Are we done? Then we already have a winner. No, that doesn't matter. I'm gonna wear this shirt more, and I'll do more giveaways. Okay. I'm not telling. But shit. what's going on tomorrow? Do you have a show tomorrow? I have a show at the Baked <laughs> Potato. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I do. I have a show <laughs> at the Baked Potato in Los Angeles, Studio City, ten o'clock, ten thirty, I think. We're gonna be playing. Okay, so when do people have to record. be there? And if they want to, is it too late to get a ticket? Uh, you can get tickets online at the website, thebakedpotato.com, or if you go, I'd say get there, try and get there early, maybe like 9.30 or something. The band before us is amazing. The keyboard player before us uh, is Mitch Foreman. He's one of the most amazing keyboard. He used to play in the Mahavishnu Orchestra. I, I'm a little worried about playing piano after him. You can do it. Um, you can do it. But yeah, I'd say they start at 9 o'clock, so definitely come by 9 if you can to the Baked Potato. It's going to be a baked potato. Awesome. And you can have a baked potato there if you want. They're one. really good, actually. The okay. club is very small, so yeah, you probably want to get there a little early. Okay, and where where can we find you besides tomorrow night at the baked potato? Uh, you mean on the website? And oh well, Thursday, every Thursday, I play in Hollywood with Noah at okay. the piano bar. And what do you do? You and do I play like piano. We do our rag, rag honk, ragtime loveliness, yeah. And that's so that's that's honky tonk guitar and and uh, whorehouse piano, right? That's <laughs> the best way I've heard anybody put it. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. So anybody that's been on the show is going to be on the show. All of the archives of any show that's ever been on the Poe Show, any guests, anything, check out wetpuzzlepiece.com. You can get all of my junk from there. Social media is all there. And we'll see you next week. Actually, we have Randy fucking Parsons next week. So you must check that out. That he's the probably best guitar maker on the planet. Um, so check it out. Makes guitars for Jack White and for who? And for Jimmy Page. Not for me, he doesn't. And for, well, you need to look into Tell that. Him, Sammy ask, Hagar. Ask him if he makes any lefties. Uh, he'll make you a lefty. I think he could do just about anything. And Mr. No Ng will actually be on that show as well. Nice. And, uh, That's yeah. next week. And Joshua Hernandez. You can show up if you want to, if you want to meet the man behind the... I'm going to be crawling the, through... <laughs> I'm going to be in Death Valley next Monday. Ooh, crawling through the death. Okay, anyway, we're going to we're gonna end this with um, the video that's not quite out yet. Yeah, so this is a sneak preview clip. This video is going to be premiering Friday on the Huffington Post. Um, huff, huff. And this is the first video for the new record. Panhandle. Instrumental. So we're going to leave you with that. See you tomorrow and next week. <laughs> All over Ciao. the place. Everywhere.
You are watching T Radio V. Radio and TV.